Support for Oyster World Radio comes from you, our listeners. If you would like to support the show, visit the link in the show description or visit patreon.com forward slash oysterworldradio. For only $5 a month, you get all of the behind-the-scenes coverage of how these random interviews materialize, plus some travel tips. So don't miss out and support the show today. More support means meeting more people that you would normally never meet, less travel headaches while you're on the road, and you get to learn the ins and outs of everywhere I go. Become a Patreon and an expert traveler at patreon.com forward slash oysterworldradio and support the show today. Welcome to Oyster World. Oyster World. Radio. Hello, Oysters, and welcome to another episode of Oyster World Radio, the podcast where we broaden our perspectives by listening to the stories of people from all over the globe. I'm Nathan Lieberman, and in this episode, we bring on Omar Peñarubia. Omar is from the Philippines and has had many more stops before eventually landing in Rome. It hasn't been the easiest time, but it also hasn't been the hardest, which is a nice balance as he continues to search for his passion. You know, that abstract thing everyone is searching for, but not many have found. It's not easy to find what you're passionate about, let alone incorporate it into your life, and that's something Omar and I are both working on, so we talk about it. It's never too late to try something new or at least begin the conversation about happiness and what makes us happy. So let's stop messing around and get right to it. Coming from Rome, Italy, I hope you enjoy my conversation with Omar Peñarubia. So Omar, welcome to Oyster World Radio. Omar? It's Omar. It depends where you're from. (laughs) You can say Omar or Omar. 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 Yeah, if you're more Arabic or you're more into English or you're more into Spanish. Okay, so from <laughs> but we use Omar from an Ohioan Midwestern. I don't know how do you say my name, Omar. Yeah, Omar is okay. <laughs> Omar, yeah, Omar is fine. Okay, so usually for everyone listening out there, this is how our conversations go with Omar. You're extremely sarcastic. If they didn't get that already, and you're like making fun of me. Why? Don't say that I'm sarcastic. No, it's too late. I already said it. Oh, then you can edit it out. Not just, sorry, I lied about that. <laughs> no, yeah, I do. That's sarcastic. actually just to trick you into saying. You're not the only you person who told me that I'm sarcastic. Really? Yeah, you're not the only person. Wow. Maybe you're the second one. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I I feel that I am really sarcastic. Just a little bit. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, just a tiny bit. You just sprinkle it in to yeah, the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm really too shy. I don't really... Yeah, you don't talk very much. Yeah, you don't like to be funny or, you know, have a good time. Yeah, I'm serious. I know. That's why I'm confirming your seriousness. They they should look at my face. I'm really serious. They should. I'll take a picture for them to see. No. Post it in my blog. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So they can see the seriousness that's just seeping out of this conversation. Okay, we're just starting. (laughs) I've just been talking about seriousness. (laughs) Well, once again, welcome to the show, and I guess since we'll go ahead and get started, this, sure, we're going to talk about your life and all of the details. I'm so I'm so scared right now. <laughs> no, you're shaking a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it'll be painless, almost, almost, almost painless. Why? There is there an anesthesia here? A little bit. Oh, I told Locally. you about something yeah. about anesthesia last night. <laughs> Okay, now you have to, to explain. No, you have to explain. Well, this is a little, this is a little scary. 
No, it's not scary. Well, you, okay, so you had a procedure on your arm. Oh, I thought we were discussing more of my background first. We are, but we're, this is a good. This is a good experience for the listeners to get to know you yeah. and who you are. That's really so, scary for yeah. the first time. Yeah, all in. Why? Why? Why butter them up? Just go straight in with the gruesome story. The, the first part of this this podcast is about me having. Having feeling those stitches uh, when the doctors pulling yes. off my muscle during my surgery for my fractured right arm. That's right. You had a fractured right arm. Yeah, I and had. You woke up during the operation. Like for the, uh, it was a four-hour operation because I had a fractured, comminuted fractured right arm because of of something, um, <laughs> because of judo. Yeah, so. It was four hours, and they gave me this general anesthesia that should last until I, until the end of the operation. But fortunately, no, yeah, very fortunately, very fortunately, I I woke up around <laughs> after four hours while still there while the doctor is still stitch uh, stitching me up, so I can feel the pain, and it was really horrible that I really wanted to shout. Yeah, but you couldn't. How did you know? Well, you told me last <laughs> <Yeah>. night. <laughs> but I couldn't. Yeah, that's really yeah. Like it seems like you're you're in a in a movie like a horror movie, a really morbid ho- movie where you want to shout but you cannot say anything. Oh my god, that's so yeah, terrifying! It's really, no, it's really, really, really good pain. Oh <laughs> man, well I'm glad you were able to share that with the world, and now everyone is a little bit freaked out. Yeah. Well, the good news was your life didn't really go all that bad compared. Your life wasn't a true horror movie. No, no, up really, to that it's, point. it's not. It's not. Which is good. I, after that, I had another surgery, but it's a different one. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, you were asleep for all that one. Yes, of course. <laughs> I hope so, unless you're really unlucky or... But still, you can paint when, when, when they started doing the surgery. You can still paint that they're doing something inside your body, of course. Oh, that's so terrifying. Anyway, okay, to change the subject, so okay. we don't have to talk about this anymore. You grew up in the Philippines. Yes, I do. Yes, which is what I hear is a lovely place, but specifically in the Philippines... Mm-hmm. You grew up in what you call the heart of the Philippines, which is a little island uh, right in the middle. People the call chain. it the heart of the Philippines because uh-huh. it's in the middle of that country. It's an island that that somehow resembles a heart shape. Yeah, it's like a heart. Yeah, and it just happens to be the absolute middle of the country, at least for now. Yeah. The uh, absolute true, middle true. of the country. That's true, because they have the, the datum point where it, it's the point where you measure the distances. Yeah. From from the edges of the country. Yeah. Okay, so I've never been to the Philippines, and I'm sure many of my listeners also have never been to the Philippines. So, what is it? What is it like on your little island? Is it is it what we think of island life? Is it vibrant? What does it look like? Can you bring us there? I grew up in an island since since it's it's more of a rural and a countryside, I guess. So we eat a lot of fish, definitely. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah and I grew you up eating to. fishes, and we we really have uh, meat. We usually have meat on weekends, I guess, and it's really calm. Although it's really, but since I was born in an island, but my father has a house and grew up in a smaller island, so at summer we usually go there to relax, like for a week or or more, yeah, because the the house is quite close to the shore, so it's really nice to. Experience 
to explore the area as well as to swim, but I don't know how to swim, unfortunately. You don't know how to swim and you, you lived on an island? Yeah. Do I have to? I guess you can stay on the beach, but yeah, kind of, <laughs> you know? There's a lot of water around. No, I, I can swim, but I'm really not a professional swimmer. Oh, okay. Well, that's different. <laughs> I mean, there's not many of us that are professional swimmers. No, yeah, true. But I really love um, living in an island. It's so totally different from, from living in the city. So what did you love most about living on an island? It's the freshness of the goods. Like, you can eat fresh foods, fish... Uh, uh, fruits and vegetables and it's really cheap you don't have to, s to pay anything for it like it's just really a third of the price one third of the price so it's really all about the food huh uh, yeah of course <laughs> i love food <laughs> that is one thing i learned about you right about is damn and you're a, you're a fantastic cook did uh, you learn from your mom or oh, or your mom, dad or <laughs> or was it you or was it, it in your own it's adventure? a funny thing actually because my yeah my my mother is a good cook, but she really cook at home. Yeah. Because whenever I'm home, I'm the one who usually cooks for my family. Oh, okay. So yes. you really was your event. You learned yeah. how to cook. Yeah. Even when you were young. I started to discover my passion for cooking when I was in when I was fifteen years old. Like it started from a, a spaghetti in pouch. Mm -hmm. And I tried to invent something just to 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 cook for my family because it's only a small pack. So I decided to to cook macaroni and put the sauce and add more sauces. And then from then I just I I I, I wanted to cook for for my family. Mm -hmm. I, I usually cook for Christmas and for New Year. Yeah, and I'm sure your parents really loved that when you were cooking for them. Yeah, I think so. And you think so? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At or, least they were good parents or, and never told you. Or maybe they don't have really any other choice. Because <laughs> <No. laughs> it's either cook themselves or let you cook, right? No, because I, yeah, I use the, whenever I'm at home for Christmas, they always ask me what should, what, what should I cook. And the, on the, the next day, we have to go to the supermarket to buy the, the, the goods in the food stuff mm -hmm. but it's i'm only more into meat and the main courses because my parents ah, oh, sorry my siblings my, my brother is really good in doing desserts mm. so he, he's more into desserts so cooking is a big thing in the family at least for the siblings yeah, he's good at desserts us, you're good yeah. with the the meats true Anyone else chip in? Or is it really just you and your brother? Yeah, me and my brother and sometimes my sister. But it's more like into deciding what to cook rather than doing something. <laughs> That's fair. You need, you need someone to supervise. It's very important. Yes. So now that you find yourself in Italy, how do you like the food in Italy compared back to home? Oh, it's really pasta and pizza and gelato. That's it. And that's it? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Well, I know that we, at least back home, we think of Italy like, oh, it's a great place for cuisine. Yeah, and everyone's got to go to Italy to eat true, the pasta. Because I really love cooking pasta at home. Yeah. Yeah. And when I arrive in, in Italy, it's a must for me to, to, to eat pasta. The real Italian pasta. Mm. And it's really wonderful. <laughs> and you just winked, of course. Yeah, it's really wonderful. Because you guys didn't uh, see that. Because it's it's authentic Italian food, of course. And totally different from what I cook at home. 
mm-hmm. because definitely there are different ingredients. They use different ingredients here. Yeah, I'm sure that's been, yeah, as a sure. culinary guy, sure. it's really fun to see how that works. See. So you grew up on this little island in the Philippines. Okay. And you're enjoying your family time, you have your siblings, and then you started your, well, I will say just an adventure because here you are in Italy and that wasn't your only stop along the way. Yeah. But how how was it moving away from your small, I'm sure it was a small community, your family was close, uh-huh. you did a lot together, and now you're off on your own. Well, it's really not hard for me to move to Italy from the Philippines because I started to be independent when I was 17 because I need to move out from Marinduque to Los Banos Laguna where I where I did my my university mm. my bachelor's degree so it's it's it it seems really I was independent back then and totally living away from my family it it discovers it helps me to discover more about myself and how to to adjust to the environment, yeah, because I live with other people, adult, different different scenario, different faces, sometimes different languages, I guess, but not much, of course. But yeah, but some. Yeah, yeah, because we have several dialects and languages in the right. Philippines, so it's a lot of adjustment. But definitely, it's it's a word. It's it made it made me really who am I right now? I guess. Yeah, it was a lot thrown at you at once. Yeah, exactly. What did you learn about yourself? Learn about myself. I'm a strong individual. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was there a moment that you realized how strong you were? Yeah, because sometimes I really have to. I need to wait for a couple. Because I, I back then I, I had a scholarship in the university, and uh, sometimes I have to spread out my money mm-hmm. without telling or asking my parents to send money because I think it's one way to learn more on on my on on my limitations. Yeah. Like how can I be more responsible of myself? Yeah. Yeah. And it is, it's hard. Money is a huge yeah. thing to deal with, especially for someone that's just getting their independence. So that's true. So you challenged yourself in yes, a lot of ways. A lot. Yeah, and I, I think it's it's really a nice experience for me. Although I really, I I don't think my my parents know this. <laughs> yeah, oh, now I, you have I, to say I, it. I really, I really, I, I, <laughs> now you have yeah, to say it. Because when, whenever I have to to ask them, like it's I'm on my last centavo, but mm. yeah, because I really have to to do this and to prove that I am independent. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you did ask him for money, it was yeah, your last no, dollar. That's true. You, you, you've run out yeah. pretty much. Yeah. And I, I just have to, I'm, I'm not eating for a couple of, I'm not eating for a couple of days already. <laughs> really? You would, you would fast? No, I, 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 I ate at least um, all my snacks. I ate uh, all the pancit canton, all the, the, the canned goods that I have. Man. So yeah. you were just, you were out of food. You were out of See, everything. And, and, and also taught me how to be resourceful because I was with, with other people um, maybe who have the scholarship and and we have to to be resourceful and and find things to earn some money not not that I work but uh, we we joined Quizbees <laughs> what, yeah, what's that? Quizbees is competition oh, inside the university that is being funded by by several organizations 
Oh, okay. So and, you would take a quiz and yeah, whoever like wins in a group, and if we, the... if we if we won, we were we will receive some prizes. And then you get to eat. Yeah. So this were high stakes quizzes <laughs> that you really. had to take. Oh, no. Like so some prizes can maybe the the highest price will be like three thousand pesos, which is around is that fifty euro. Yeah, but that's 50 euros yeah, worth 50 of food. Euro, you can yeah. buy, you know, yeah, some food to actually yeah. feed yourself. That's that's really true. So you were playing quizzes yes, for with, food. Yes, with my really good, intelligent <laughs> friends. Very smart friends. Oh, of course. You get you, yeah. you geared up with the, the smartest kids in your of class. Of course, I have to. <laughs> but then you have to pay them too, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah, <laughs> not really. Did you, did you win a lot? Did you... Uh, not much, but... Of course, we managed to uh, to win some some of the crispies, and it's, it's a really good experience. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> that is so. Hey, that that's that's fantastic. You gotta be resourceful, of course. Yeah, of course. Well, did you have any other schemes? None. So it was yeah. You were very responsible with your I, money yeah. when you can. Yeah, I just tried to <laughs> tried to win prizes so you could feed yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. That's, a, that's pretty. That's college. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you think that helped you? That very resourceful page as you continued to move farther and farther away from the Philippines. Well, and... I don't think so. Oh, you, you mean being independent? Yeah, it yeah. Has really has a lot. Provide me a lot of advantages in surviving the real world after university. True. Yeah. And so you went to. Was your next stop Portugal? No, After the Philippines or what else? No, did you I, I, I first, you mean the studies or? Yeah, after you studied, you you stayed in the Philippines. Yeah, for a couple and work, more years. work. I worked in the Philippines for five years, and in different private food companies. Yeah, you know, and I really that's why I'm really big. <laughs> because <laughs> because I work as a quality assurance. So You're not quality, that big. Come no, on. I am. I am. I am. Because I need to. I work as a quality assurance, and as a quality assurance You have unit. to quality, quality check all the food, yes. of course, you and, gotta and eat some. part of it, as you need to do the <laughs> sensory analysis, and you have to taste every every sample. God, that sounds like a great job. Though. Yeah, it's really great. Like, <laughs> you, you have to eat all, a sample of the chicken, just a sample of the chicken, sample of the cake, a some, sample of every food that you have. Okay, so wait, this is an actual job that exists in the world. Yes, it is. Quality control yeah. for... A quality assurance or quality control for a manuf- food manufacturing company. And you get to taste all the food. Yes, of course. You need you need to prove that you, you have to check the quality, that it is safe before oh you release God. it for consumers. Okay, so you're living the life, yeah. it seems like. Why did you leave? Why, why did I leave? Yeah. Okay, why did I leave? Because I I received some good opportunity to study abroad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is that when you went to Portugal? For not, your... not not first. Uh, first is in because I, I had the Erasmus Mundus scholarship. It is provided by the European Commission. Oh, cool. It's it's a mobility program and it has the consortium of diff, consortium of different universities. Yeah. yeah, I've heard about this program. So you study, I guess, our study abroad. You do a semester in another country with another... Yeah, and it's a modular program. Like every month there's a, 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 mo- a new module. Like for the first four months, we were in, in Ghent, in Belgium. Okay. Yeah, 
and next it's I think it's Ireland, three months in Ireland. Oh, so you were moving around quite a bit. Yeah, I, actually, I managed to go to five countries just what? for the just for my master's program. Oh, that's so. And was that transition easy? So that's a lot. You're studying in different places. Yes, like in four different universities. In four different universities for one degree. Yeah. Very, very, very far away from home now. Yes. This is on the other side of the globe. Yep. Were, were there any other struggles through that process as well? Because, well, you, you tortured yourself for your bachelor's degree. But really. you, I mean, you're playing quizzes to eat. It's, Come on. It's, it's, it's really easy. <laughs> That's torture. It's That's easy. not easy. It's easy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a torture for, for someone, but if you've been through a lot of, of things, it, it makes you more stronger. Yeah. A more strong person, yeah. 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 What, what, was there any other things that come out that made you stronger? You mean in the master course or not, not necessarily? Yeah, well, let's say, well, you were, if, if you think playing quizzes to eat was easy, <laughs> what was not easy? I guess is my question. Oh, it's really easy to, to, to join quiz, quiz bees because I already joined, I already joined quiz bees back in, in the primary school. <laughs> so you already knew how it <laughs> Yeah, of and course. Oh, yeah, but during my master's it's it's really tough because it's far but as not not really as tough as i imagine because because once you move out of the country you will encounter different cultures yeah and in our class we were 19 students from different countries speaking yeah. different languages and having different beliefs yeah, so it's it's, there's really a lot to to be digested and to adjust to but yeah. Definitely, it's, it's, it's really a great experience for me yeah. because I know more of their culture and, and by learning more of them, I know more of myself as well. Yeah, that's a, good, that's a really good point. Were you the only Filipino in the class? Yes, I was the only Filipino in the class. Yeah, so everything was new. Yeah. And you have 18 totally, other students totally new. from completely different places yeah. and the host country's culture on top yeah, of it. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So how did you... How did you adapt? Was there any tricks that you did? Or did you just talk to as many people as possible? No, I, I think as one of the culture or a trait of a, of a Filipino is being resilient and adaptive to the environment. Yeah, it's, it's one, thing that, one thing that I Filipinos are easy to, to, do, to do. And yeah, you just, you just keep uh, with the flow. Yeah, I think you just so. keep moving. Yeah, yeah, true, true. And sometimes you just have to, but but definitely you have to filter on the things that you have to adapt to and the things that you have to to put limits on. Yeah, because you really have your own principles to adhere to and to stand up. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you know, and you you tested yourself so that. It, it's nice. You went through a lot of challenges, but I think the one challenge that we really talked about in it, <laughs> the master's program, four different schools, all these things, but then the master's thesis comes up. So yeah, this was one probably the biggest challenge that you've had to face up to this point because you only had five months to write that's, your thesis. That's true. Which is insane. 
and not only to write but to do all the experimentations and the formulation of the so that was a starting point yes you said you have five months to create a thesis yeah actually i before that i i was having my internship and while doing the internship i already have to start my literature review so that once i started it on the following year on january I already finished the literature review and do the formulation and then experimentation. Man, yeah. and five months flies when you're when you're getting That's when you like, have that no, much and, work. And I really have to to defend the thesis on May, so it's just re- barely five months. I have to finish everything in in five less than five months. Oh man, okay. So you get told that this is your assignment. What 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 did you feel? Did you feel your heart drop? What happened when no, they told I'm you? I'm really that? excited about it because it's really a, a challenge, I guess. Yeah. It's it's a it's a huge challenge. But but I really want to do experimentations. I really love sciences. Yeah. And I think uh, if I did manage to pull it off, yeah, it's it's really a good not really a good result, I guess, but it's a good experiment. <laughs> like it's 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 working in the laboratory and gaining more training and and experience working in the working and using different apparatus in the laboratory. Yeah. But it had to be stressful at some point. It's very stressful because uh, my formulation is three different samples, uh, two, three different sets, like different, I use different uh, food coatings, and I need, I have three different sample sets, and each sample set has nine samples. So, like, I need to do the color analysis that, will usually take me 12 hours to measure because I need nine different sample sites by three and by three samples and by three by six samples and by three different sets. Yeah, so, so 12 hours just to take Yeah, to data. finish the color. And aside from the color, I have to do the microbial analysis where I have need to... to oh, yeah, that's just the color of the day. Yeah, that's food. only the color. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So you're taking in all this data and having to... So did your mentality of just keep going, just keep going, help you through that? Yes, definitely. To some point. Yeah. Was there any points that you just wanted to quit and stop? Yeah, I, there are some points where I, I I heard some thoughts. I have some thoughts of quitting it, but I don't think it will be really useful if I quit. Yeah. But I got really depressed at some point because I, I like it's around May, no, it's April, mm. around April, because it's it seems like I only have more than a month to finish everything, but still I'm doing the experimentation. Yeah, yeah, and it's really a, a terrible experience, and I really get depressed. So for a lot of people, that's really hard to get through those thoughts to keep going. How did how did you get through through those thoughts? Oh, maybe the the opening up it up to your colleagues, like like telling them what you feel, is really helpful because eventually, because I'm really I'm really far from my family, so I, it's really difficult for them to open up it because also there's the time difference. Yeah. So having a strong a strong relationship with your friends or your supervisor is really helpful. Yeah. So how would you bring up a conversation like that? Oh, like, actually, I, do you just blurt it out or do you just like, hey, can we go talk no, about this? I, I only managed to open up it, it up to my a really good friend of mine when I really at the bottom most portion, like I really want to quit and I almost cried. 
I, I told him that yeah, I, I really feel depressed. I went I ran up to his to his room and I really feel depressed that that it seems like there's just so many things going on and it's I think I feel that I I'll, I'll burst soon. That is so I cannot really handle the pressure. Mm-hmm. So so I I told him that it's too much. I really feel depressed and I told him that I I really there are some some thoughts of of jumping off the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. But of course it yeah. But, but, but that's a little that's frightening to even have those thoughts. Yeah, but I really don't like to entertain them. That's just yeah, it's an idea, but no, I just keep it somewhere in in my mind and do something that is more beneficial. Yeah. And more productive rather than killing myself, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're at this point you're having suicidal thoughts, even if they are just thoughts, yes, minor course, thoughts, but yeah. they're there. You've opened up to a friend. Yeah. It seems like the world is collapsing in you or whatever. Yes. So what did you what did you do next? What was your first step after that? After that, it's yeah. uh, no. After that, we yeah. At, at least it it lightens my my mood and somehow it 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 I managed to put out a huge stress in, in, in myself because and just more just focus more on the work because I, because I, the idea is if you keep on on entertaining these negative thoughts you will it will keep you more depressed and eventually giving up mm-hmm. so you really have to 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 fight fight it and to focus more on the things that you really have to do. And and by that time, the only thing that I really have to do is to finish writing the thesis, yeah. to defend it. Now, I think it's more like stop inter... I think it's the help of opening up to a friend does really help a lot. And to focus more on the things that you really have to do and to focus more on the positive aspect of life maybe. It's, it's really helped me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, any any part that you can offload or unwind or anything can really, really help. Yeah, that's true. I think true, that's a really true, powerful true. message, yeah, especially yeah. if you have someone yeah. that knows what you're going through. Yes. And I, I think that's a wonderful message for everyone to hear is use your people around yeah. you. And, and also, I think it's, it's as a student, it's always good to have time time frame and to stick to it and to avoid cramming yeah because eventually cramming doesn't really help although sometimes it's it's helpful for some because you 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 can have the focus on the topic and in writing but it, most of the time it's really not helpful it will just add pressure to you and eventually it, it turns really it will me it might be really turn you into really a madman yeah absolutely sure It'll drive you crazy. Yeah. Because that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself constantly. Yes, indeed. My God. So you, you went through, you battled through, you had the schedule, you got it done, and you passed. What did that feel like? What was that moment like when oh. you got the passing stamp and you did Ooh, it? <laughs> yeah. That I, I, I forgot to tell you that I, I, I told to myself that I, don't ha- I will never shave my beard oh, my yeah. mustache <laughs> until I finish my thesis. Yeah, and, and so after that, big beard. <laughs> after passing my thesis, and like two days or a day before my my defense, I shave it because I really don't want to be look 
horrible in my thesis defense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really fruitful. It's really a great feeling that you finish defending your thesis. Yeah. And having it and having it published in a in an international journal is really worth a try and it's it's really just so magnificent. Yeah, so yeah, tell tell me more about the moment when you got published or when you knew you got published. What what did you do? Did you like scream? Did you jump for joy? Did you run Not really. <laughs> like a crazy madman? What what happened? No, because at first hand I chose this university because I know that they will publish my paper. So it's given. So <laughs> yeah. it was built into this. Yeah, that's, that's true. Okay, that's that's true. true. Yeah, but it's it's really it's it's always a great feeling that that you at least you have your accomplishment. You can show to people that you made something and you have written something. Yeah, which which can be helpful for some uh, some people, I guess. But I'm not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh don't don't throw that on your work come on i'm no, sure no, it's no, really no. helpful yes. so I, I think that's a wonderful way to wrap up the show but i do have are you more. sure i have one more question for you okay so I, I know a lot of people are scared to even start to create something and then no creating something like a thesis or okay, anything is really hard it's yes. really really difficult and you could get really depressed yeah and whatever but for someone that's maybe thinking about starting a new project mm-hmm. that's really hard or knows that there will be a lot of adversity, yeah. what would you say to the, someone like that? Well, definitely the first step is always the hardest. But if you think that you have the guts, you have the passion to do it, yeah, I think that your your passion will drive you to do something and eventually it, it will start from there. So, yeah, just think of the positive Things that it that will come up after you st- after starting the first step, yeah. Because from after doing it, eventually it will go by the flow. How do you know you're passionate about something? Oh my god, I don't know my passion. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, it's something that that you really love to do. If you love science, then it's it's science. If you if you like doing art, then it's art. It doesn't really involve money. It's more like doing it's more innate like it's it's you can feel it inside if it's if it's your passion mm-hmm. although there might be several external influences but it doesn't really matter to you if you love it if you love doing it can it's, you give a personal example oh my god that's too really difficult i know i'm, I'm really laying on the hard questions though. Yeah, no, it's so difficult. <laughs> I, thought, I thought we were finished you said <laughs> i said we were finished and then here's 20 more questions okay uh, passion thing like for me i really love doing researches like from for for i i consider it is it as my purpose because i'm more into food science so i love doing experiments doing laboratory analysis and for me it's my passion because it's where i find self-fulfillment it's where i found happiness yeah do you know what 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 that feels like to you. It's Eureka. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. No, no. It's, sometimes I, I really admit that it's really difficult to, to find a certain thing or an activity where you are passionate about. But you really have to try a lot of things in order to say that this is my passion and this is really what I want to be. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, because back after finishing my university, I've been through a lot of different jobs. And I always quit because I feel like it's really a boring one. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, because if you feel it boring, it's, it means that it's not your passion. There, there, if you feel that there's something that you can do and there's something, a different thing that you really want to do and you can excel it, at it, then maybe that's your, that's your passion. But who knows? You really have to try because by trying, you will know more about it and what are the things that will make you happy. Yeah, I love it. I, I think that's true, too. You really have to keep trying, yeah, keep trying. Because yeah. there's some inputs, there's some uh, things that you can never know until you try. True. Like, like if, 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 you, if you, maybe you consider your arts, arts or painting as a passion, but once you try it, and you you realize that oh I'm not yeah. good at it it's horrible I'm bored this is boring I don't then, really want to do you, this you, yeah. you should try to move to a different to different activities yeah yeah and keep trying yeah, keep, keep on keep, trying keep trying because it's really not easy to look for something that gives self fulfillment and self worth definitely yeah yeah. Well, I love it. I think that's the perfect way to Oh, my God. So I'm so over. good. <laughs> no, I'm Your torturing is over. Really? It's I, done. I really don't feel that I'm, I'm in a torturer. Okay, good. Then I did my job. Sure. <laughs> Do you have more questions? <laughs> well, okay, one, one last question. What is your favorite Filipino food? Oh, that's adobo, of course. Okay. Yeah, adobo. Adobo. Can you spell it? A-D-O-B-O. Adobo. Adobo. Well, we're about to go get some more adobo. If we're hungry, we already ate a lot today. Yeah. And for everyone listening out there, <laughs> thanks for tuning into Oyster World Radio and go try things just like our man Omar. Yeah, true. Never be afraid to try things. Exactly. Thanks for coming on the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you for coming. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for listening. This has been another episode of Oyster World Radio. Thanks again, Omar Pingarubia, for coming on the show. I'm completely addicted to adobo chicken. Thanks to you. Keep up to date with everything going on in the Big Sabbatical on Instagram at Nathan.Wanders and the blog of my partner in crime, Jackie Gishbunker at Gish, that's G-I-S-H, outofwater.com. Check out the links in the show description for more information. Special thanks to Charlie Milliken for all of the Oyster Jams. Check them out on Spotify or at charliemillikin.com that's M-I-L-L-I-K-I-N don't forget to support the show on Patreon that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N at patreon.com forward slash Oyster World Radio for only $5 a month you get all of the behind the scenes plus some unique travel trips so don't miss out on upping your game as an expert traveler once again all of the links can be found in the show description thanks again for tuning in to Oyster World Radio we'll be back in two weeks but until then, this is Nathan Lieberman signing off. I can't take control of my life If I'm too busy looking at the stars And thinking about all time that's gone by It's time for a change of my day-to-day scene Time to turn around from that clock Face the mirror and change me